I so uh, YouTube got this new thing where if you go live, you cuss in like the first twenty seconds, they uh, penalize your video. So we're gonna speak very nice for the first couple. I'm not even gonna play none of the intros because I don't know if the Tupac don't got cussing on it. I don't know if it's other don't got cussing on it. I don't know. But I'm um, how y'all doing, man? It's been a minute. I was dealing with some things. I wasn't in the best of health, and I had to uh, get me right. So now I'm back. Just wanna um, let's see, share the page. Yeah, pie name kick Matt and him Matt. Sure. Um, this will be a show that I might invite some of y'all on stage with me. I ain't decided yet, but we uh. As you can see, it's me. We're gonna be lit anyway. So I'm gonna put this in a group real quick. And we can go ahead and get started with the intros and outros. That's the erase all the cussing, all the uh, YouTube new rules about we can't um, curse in the first 15 seconds. I think we did it, y'all. I think we did it. Pond ain't kickback. I'm not saying I'm gonna rule the world or I'm gonna change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. I'm a cowboy fan, right? That's why a lot of y'all here, y'all been talking big on the socials, right? The boys, we took an L this weekend, but you know what? I'm gonna stick beside him. They my team. We took a loss, but you know what? I'm gonna stick beside him. Can you hear me now? They my team. They lost. Shit happens. I'm gonna stick beside him. You already know what time I'm on. Kickbackers, welcome to Kickback Sports. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys and the NFL playoffs. We're gonna talk about my Wizards and the big trade news with the Lakers. We're gonna talk about sharing the shop cool side of the Lakers game. And we're gonna talk about some Super Bowl predictions. So um, I'm man up, I'm man enough to come out here and deal with all y'all slander, all y'all cowboy hate, all y'all Salamander fans been posting on my page, tagging me in memes, DMing me. I don't even know, texting me. How y'all even get my number? But it's cool, because y'all didn't even make it to the playoffs. The entire NFC East made it, except the Salamanders. It, that, that just is what it is. But um, I start off by saying um, I enjoyed this um, divisional round. Like, there were some really good games. The Eagles and Giants game left a little bit to be desired because the Eagles just beat the dog shit out of them. 
And um, I think that it goes without saying Jalen Hurst is back. And um, he looks serious. And the Giants, I don't think anybody ever took them serious to begin with. Um, but they made it. So, you know, we want a little round of applause. We want a little round of applause that I give it up for the Giants cause just because they made it. Gang, what up, Calvary? What up, Fats? You asked me earlier what was my thoughts on the trade. I'm definitely getting into that shit tonight. Um, but I do want to mention um, we had, uh, what else do we have? We had the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think there was a surprise there. The only real surprise was Mahomes got hurt, but he did return and they did secure the victory which I think we all pretty much knew was going to happen. They call <laughs> the AFC Championship game the uh, Everhead um, Invitational because the Chiefs are there every year, and they host it every year. So in order to get to the Super Bowl, you got to go to the Chiefs. So and I think we all knew that was going to happen. Um, a game that a lot of people were confused on and weren't too sure about, that um, I was sure about, uh, was the Cincinnati Bengals going against the Buffalo Bills. I respect the Bills. They're a solid team. I respect Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, and them Bengals just a little bit more, man. When I see that swag, when I see how they move, you know, they lighten the cigars after the game. Joe Cool, so cool, ain't tripping off nothing. You know, went on the road all last year and took his team to the Super Bowl, almost won. I knew that was coming back. They lost to the Cowboys this year. I mean, who, who really didn't? Except the 49ers, because <laughs> they got not shit. It was a seven-point game um, between my Cowboys and the 49ers. And um, we were leading, you know, beginning of the game, tied going to the half, and um, just really couldn't regain our, um, our uh, slight level of dominance um, throughout the third and fourth quarters. Tony Pollard went out with a broken ankle. For y'all that's been following me for years, yeah, I know I broke my ankle and that shit was sideways um, a couple of years back. So I, I recognized that injury and I knew he was done. And he's our most explosive playmaker. So I knew we'd be in trouble. I didn't think we'd only score three more points, but they only scored what, nine more points, 10 more points. So it was just a close game. We just couldn't, we couldn't finish it. And um, part of that is due to that. He threw them two picks, even though I was saying they weren't necessarily his fault. Um, I think Michael Gallup stopped shooting the play. He's not looked the same since he came back from injury. We need a number two receiver. Odell, somebody get Odell on the phone. Give me Odell. We need another number two receiver. Our three other receivers combined for a total of three catches. Our tight end, Dalton Schultz, the decent, but it just wasn't enough when you're going against that 49ers defense. And shout out to um, the Cowboy defense, man. We absolutely did our job holding them to 19 points. That's, that's huge. It's just too bad the offense only put up 12. Oh, and they blocked the, ex they blocked the kick. Brett Maher. He didn't miss an extra point, but he definitely got that shit blocked. Um, Bengals shot you. You got to salute the Bengals, man. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals ain't been playing. They said a couple weeks ago, we are the kings of the AFC. 
We the defending champions. Y'all talking about the Bills. Y'all talking about the damn uh, the Chiefs. We're the defending champions. Why ain't nobody talking about us? And at the end of the game, Joe Burrow said, yeah, that game y'all sold out between the Bills and the Chiefs that's supposed to go down in Atlanta. Yeah, send out those refunds. It ain't happening. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's why I fuck with Joe Cool, man. He, he just... He on his shit, you know what I'm saying? Swagger out the roof and he back it up on the goddamn field. I respect it. So now we have a championship weekend where the uh, the 49ers will go to Philly to play the Eagles and the Bengals will go to Kansas City for the second straight year to play the Chiefs. I will give you my opinion on those two games before I do, I got to shout out our sponsors. Shout out Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Hit her up to get 10% off of your cleaning of your apartment, your home, uh, your business. I heard she can even clean up your jail record. I don't know. Don't, don't ask me. It's what I heard. You hit her up at moesmarvelouscleaning.com uh, and use code kickbackers. And code kickbackers will get you uh, 10% off for your cleaning. Also, mysexroom.net. If your team lost, they might team lost, and you just want to get your mind off it, go on mysexroom.net, look at the toys, look at the lingerie, look at everything they offer, put in code kickbackers, get 10% off of any of it. Ladies, your man ignoring you because it's the playoffs, get some of that lingerie off mysexroom.net and see if he'd rather look at you or Joe Burrow. That's what I'm saying. Joe Burrow or Ho Burrow. Y'all figure that part out. Y'all figure that part out. Um, also, um, today, in today's news, <laughs> my Washington Wizards traded former lottery pick Rui Hachimura to the LA Lakers, and we traded him there for three beer caps and an empty water bottle that was crushed. I'm going to let y'all figure that part out. Rui is one of the top six men in the league as far as scoring-wise. He's not the best rebounder or defender, but Rui is a bucket. The night after, uh, the night before we traded him, he dropped 30 off the bench, our leading scorer in a 20-point win against the Orlando Magic. He has a job. Um, and before I get into my personal feelings, I think he'll do great in L.A. Coming off that bench with Russ. The Lakers are starting to turn into the when the Wizards, all the Wizards players went to Detroit. And I was calling them the Detroit Wizards because we had C. Wallace, Ben Wallace, uh, Rip Hamilton. All of them went and played with Detroit and they won a ring. And I was like, those are all our players. And they won a damn ring. We, we just let them go. That's how the Lakers are starting to look to me. Thomas Bryant is a starter, former Wizard, left, left, left this year. Uh, Troy Brown, a former Wizard draft pick, lottery pick, left a couple years ago. Um, Russell Westbrook just left the Wizards two years ago to go to L.A. That's how we got Kyle Kuzma. And now, Rui Hachimura is there. So there are four Wizards on this Lakers team with LeBron. If they start winning and kicking ass and getting to the playoffs and do something crazy, I'm going to be all in my feelings. Because they was all on our team. They were all Wizards. They were all our players. And we just let them go to L.A. Um, 
Rui is a really good young player. Some injuries and some other things he did kept him away from the team. And Kyle Kuzma just came in and took his spot. And that meant that Rui was a down with bench player. Six man, if you will. And I thought he flourished in that. He ain't going to pass. Not really going to defend. <laughs> and he's barely going to rebound at 6'8", 230, even though he's 6'8", 230. But he's a bucket. That mid-range game, that three-point game, that drive to the basket, Rui is a bucket. That's going to help LeBron out. Because whenever LeBron leaves the game and the bench comes in, they struggle scoring. Now they're going to have one of the top bench scorers in the league in Rui. And they got Russell Westbrook who comes off the bench, who I believe is the top bench scorer in the league. So that bench of the Lakers just got real strong. So when LeBron got to sit down, he ain't got to worry about everything slowing down. He got a strong bench right there with him. What up, Jay? I see you out here. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand the, the logic of the uh, Wizards management either. Um, I was listening to Matt Moderna today, one of the Wizards podcasters, and he said maybe we needed those three. Well, let me tell you guys what actually happened. The Wizards traded Rui Hachimura to the Lakers for Kendrick Nunn, um, a combo guard, point guard that has gotten very little play this year and was injured all of last year. Um, and three second-round picks. I'm not a fan of the Wizards getting draft picks because we draft so shitty. It's kind of like, why do we need draft picks? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I would rather get proven players because our scouting ain't that good. The Mamadurna said maybe, excuse me, uh, maybe um, the Wizards thinking is they have a second move lined up and they need a draft picks in order to entice the other team. So we trade Roy, who we weren't going to keep because Roy didn't want to be here anymore. He wanted a contract extension last summer. He didn't get it. He was on his way out the door. So we trade him. We get an also-ran player, uh, actually from the same draft class as Roy, and we get three picks. They're all second round, but it's three picks, and we like draft capital. And maybe we're going to package a player or two with a pick or two and then bring in a, a legit, legit player. I'm waiting to see. I would only hope Tommy Shepard is that smart that he could do something like that. But um, reports are coming out that there were other teams who were offering more for Roy, and we just went with this deal. So I don't know what to think for real. I'm just kind of, yeah. But I don't think we're better. As of right now, we got worse. We got rid of our best bench scorer. So will we do something before the February 8th deadline to make us better? Or this is where we at. Um, we destined to be, you know, stuck with the Cowboys. No, where the Cowboys actually make the playoffs and win games. We're probably destined to be where the commanders are. They don't even make the playoffs and don't even win no games. The only team in the NFC East that didn't even make the playoffs. And yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, talking to all y'all niggas. I was talking to all that shit this week. Your team ain't even in the playoffs. Weirdos, weirdos, Commander Salamander faces. Um, let's see. So we uh that's my take on the wizards. We will see what happens. Shout out to my, my dude Ed Two Flat and Locked On Wizards Podcast. I gotta get them back on soon so we can discuss this crazy shit. Um who we bring in, what legit play is, is available. I like Colin Sexton in Utah. He did during the offseason sign a long-term deal. He's coming off the bench, and he's a point guard that can slash. 
Now, my issue is Monte Morris was a disappointment to start the season, but now he's playing like I wanted him to play. So I don't have a big issue with him now. DeLon Wright, I, I think our best defender on the team is a backup point guard. He's defender. He's 6'5", long, pause, and you know he can defend and get after the bigger guards and push the tempo a little bit. I like that. Jordan Goodwin, our G League player, young, scrappy, and is fighting to get a, a full contract instead of a two-way contract where he plays in our pro team and our amateur team. So he's looking to do that. That would be three point guards right there. And we just traded for a fourth point guard. So now we got four point guards on the team and none of them are all-stars. It's just an abundance of guards like we used to have an abundance of power forwards. So unless we do something where we trade one of our better known point guards and some picks and bring in a truly dominant point guard, pass first, get into the paint, defend well point guard, then it doesn't make sense. Because even if we do that, do another trade and bring in another point guard, so now we got five. Why would we have five point guards? So we need to do a consolidation trade. I really have grown up to really like our point guards, but I do know we need better. So I would think package two of the point guards and a pick or two and try to get a legit borderline all-star point guard, if not an all-star, and see what we can do there. That's what I would say. Somebody can really push the pace to get Gaffet lobs at the at the bucket. Get KP some easier shots. Find Bill in motion we can pull up for his three. You know what I'm saying? You know, Kuz going to do what Kuz do, but even give Kuz a, a better opportunity to score and to make moves. So I would welcome that, even though our point guards are playing better now. It was kind of like when they was playing like shit, I was like, trade them. Now they're playing a little better. I'm like, but we still have to make a move because if you lose your best bench scorer and without him, we got like the work, we were the 29th, 27th best scoring uh, bench offense without him and he was injured. With him, we were number 12 in the league. So if we go back to a situation where our bench is at the bottom level of scoring, then we're going we're gonna to look crazy. You're going to. I didn't think about coming out of retirement and playing for the Wizards. And of course, me being 5'10, I would be a point guard. But I wouldn't have time to do the podcast. So it can't be me. So I don't know what we're really going to have to do about that, man. We had to figure something out. I wouldn't mind um, another big man. With us starting Gafford at the five, KP at the four, Kuz at the three, we're missing um, a sizable big man that can take a pounding pause. But, you know, that can really bang in the, in the middle. Because uh, all my big men are tall and skinny. So the, uh, other big men come in and just be roughing us off and shit. So we need a, a big man with, with some girth to him that can stand in the paint and, and body somebody. Especially in the East with Giannis, Joel Embiid, um, uh, old buddy in Boston, uh, Robert uh, Williams. So, yeah, we do need some, some sizable players. Uh, not just tall, KP seven foot three. We got height. We don't have the, uh, the the width to withstand some of the the pounding these dudes be trying to do on us. Even though we've been winning as of late, that hasn't really factored in. But I think if you gonna make a playoff push, play in push, we got to get some 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 dudes with some size on them. So I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, that's my Wizards take. Um, 
That's my Cowboys take. We still got to do the NFC Championship game. But before we do that, I want to know, did y'all see Sand and Shop at the Lakers game while they get into a rumble with the Grizzlies? I was watching that shit like, you got to be fucking kidding me, Sandy. You way too goddamn old to be out there trying to fight the players. But I understand people start talking shit. You talking shit about the game. He says, and he told Dinner Brooks, you're too small, you're too small. You can't guard LeBron. And Dinner Brooks said that he said back, he ain't scoring me. But Shannon Shop said what he heard was, fuck you. And Shannon Shop was like, oh, well, fuck you too, nigga. Like, the fuck? And uh, he said it was going back and forth. And, and Shannon was just like, come say it to me. Come say it to my face, which I think is a little much. But I do understand the F you and the suck my dick. And in certain shit, you can't say to certain niggas. But um, I thought it was funny because the whole Grizzlies team came over. Even big ass Steven Adams came over. Uh, people said Shannon was ducking that smoke. But it seems like they were, Shannon was arguing with him, but uh, John Moran and T. Moran said something that took his attention away. I ain't going to say he was scared that he was going for the smaller dudes, but it looked real, it was real coincidental that he was like, what, 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 what you, what you say? He kind of switched his focus. But Shannon a big cock diesel football player. I don't know that he's scared of any NBA player. But for the record, Steven Adams, Seven foot Steven Adams is said to be the strongest player in the NBA. So he ain't no Jew. It's big strong, cock strong white boy. So, you know, I don't, I, I fuck with saying it. I don't think saying that backing down from nobody. But I'm just saying, it didn't look like he was going in that direction. He didn't want to be over there. And I don't know why. Maybe he, you know, a lot of times when you argue with different people, you don't see everybody that says everything. Maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. But uh, I don't know. Where my I don't know where? Let me put on my I don't know. I I did a podcast in a couple of weeks. I lost all my sounds and shit. Where my I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I fuck with Sam. And I don't think Sam no suckers. So I, I don't see him ducking no wreck. What y'all think? And Sam and Sam can scrap. Shannon said, hey, none of them want none of this smoke. They ain't want none of it. He said, um, Dylan Brooks ain't want it. John Moran ain't want it. The father ain't want it. Ain't nobody want it. But I do want to say they squashed it at the end of the game, uh, especially Shannon Sharpman, John Moran, uh, or T. Moran, John Moran's father, that looks like Usher. They squashed it. They dapped it up. They hugged. They uh, apologized. And it's peace there. And Shannon went on his uh, undisputed today with, Shannon, with Skip and Shannon and apologize to everybody. He apologized to the Lakers, the Lakers organization, LeBron, the Grizzlies, all the Grizzlies players, the, um, the uh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. He apologized to a party and kickback. I was like, hey, hey, I'm riding with you, Shannon. He apologized to me. But he apologized to everybody for his behavior and let his temper get the best of him. And I was shocked that he did that. But undisputed is, I think it's Skip fucking with Shannon. Every day, Skip, Shannon going there and Skip say some little slick shit about you not against Tom Brady, you can't do this, you can't do that. That should be building up in Shannon, be building up. And then he go to the game and be like, what? What you say? <laughs> and be ready to go. Because he can't fight Skip over there. I think Skip, this is all Skip Vanna's fault. Pissing Shannon off five days a week. And Shannon just at the game. Just, I can't take it no more. I'm surprised seeing this. Time. I got a skill, skill like that. I don't know. 
with it. That, that's how I got. That's my guy too. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, shout out to Shannon Shop, man. Um, but that shit was crazy. And so you guys know, um, you know, of course with the podcast, I told you guys last year that things were changing. We've lived up to those changes. We do episodes like this, Kickback Sports, where we don't do the biggest stories of the week per se, but we do the biggest sports stories. And then a traditional podcast, y'all know we do all of the biggest stories of the week, pop culture, music, politics, sports, sex, talk about it all. And then I have my Kickback Conversations, which are one-on-one and more about ideas than topics. Let's talk about black empowerment. Let's talk about economic freedom. Let's talk about um, clitoral orgasm, like whatever the fuck. And then we got kickback after Doc, just some freaky shit. You know what I'm saying? And this week, the episode you got was kickback sports. Now I was, um, I had a medical situation a few weeks ago, so I didn't do an episode. I haven't done an episode since the top of the year. And then the episode was Happy New Year. So yeah, and, but I'm good, man, which I can see. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. And um, I plan on bringing you more episodes and have a couple of new hosts that I'm going to introduce over the next week or two um, that'll be starting in February. A um, couple of young ladies that I think you guys are really going to like. You've seen them on the podcast before. Uh, one of them multiple times. Uh, but, uh, and of course, J. Lou will be here. You know, man, J. Lou always going to be here. Shout out J. Lou, what it do? But um, some of the ladies I'm bringing on, just to make sure we always keep the feminine energy here. I don't ever want this podcast to be solely about how men think, solely about what men talk about, solely about the male perspective. I always want the sisters here to share their perspective, to ask questions, or to check me if that's the situation. You know what I'm saying? I want that energy here so that it's a place that we can all communicate, communicate freely um, without much judgment, but to come to an understanding as opposed to just talking to each other. Yeah, I know I despise the gender wars. I'm gonna talk about these passport boys and um, how they got all the ladies panties in a bunch. And I don't want that to be a gender war because every time I see something happen that men do or women do, it becomes a reason to divide us and have us at each other neck on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, men ain't shit. Oh, women ain't shit. Y'all did this. Y'all did this. Whenever I see these uh, situations, I don't start throwing blame. I just seek to understand. And once I get a proper understanding, then I can speak on it. But I see a lot of times y'all just, yeah! <laughs> just be going at each other. And it, it drives me crazy for real. I'm like, y'all, y'all do black men and black women even love each other anymore? Like, God damn. But um, I ain't gonna, I, I'm not getting into that today. We'll do that on a later episode. But I do want to thank y'all for the um, the big push this year. Because I haven't did I only did one episode this year, and the numbers are through the roof. We've been on the charts in the US and Mexico, all over the goddamn planet. And that's because of y'all going back and listening to older episodes, showing love to the pod. I appreciate you. Love you for it. And I'm going to try my best to keep giving you consistent content, even if I'm not feeling well. I still want to make sure I give you the content that obviously you've grown to enjoy and miss when it's not here. So I'm going to do my best to uh, make sure I keep bringing that to you. Like I said, this is Kickback Sports. It's probably people uh, watching on YouTube Live or Facebook Live or watching a couple of days later or listening on any of your favorite podcast sites. Or did this nigga do a whole episode on fucking sports? Where's the sex? Where's the pop culture? Where's the news? It's coming. It's coming. 
you know, some weeks you're gonna get sports. Some weeks you can get the biggest stories of the week. Some weeks you can get a really uh, intentional conversation about ideas, ideals, pushing the thought process forward, pushing our people forward. And some weeks we can talk about fucking. That's my promise to you. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that we bring something new every week, that it doesn't get boring, and that it challenges every part of you, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. We might get a whole, I'm, I'm gonna get some me on here, but well, we gonna talk about some wealth building. I promise you that. I'm gonna get Eric Clay on here, but well, we gonna talk about wealth building. I promise you that. But we gonna have our fun and talk about uh, gunner snitching. We gonna talk about uh, uh, Carisha, like and get the golden shower. We're gonna talk about that. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about these motherfuckers are mad at Aretha Franklin's song Natural Woman because they think it's disrespectful to transgender women. We're not gonna talk about that now. But when I get back, our next episode, we will talk about all that shit. Because all of that shit needs to be talked about. We're gonna talk about the riots that happened here in Atlanta that nobody's covering, where um, protesters, you know, were, were uh, destroying the police foundation building and setting police cars on fire. The um, unfortunate situation where the, the mass murderer went into the ballroom and killed ten people. These are things that I want to talk about that we will talk about, even if mainstream media is not talking about it. We just not gonna talk about it tonight. But I'm no breaks new. I hope you had a great start to your year. This is a pod named Kickback. And if you're looking for a sign to get up a little earlier tomorrow, to join the gym tomorrow, to do five minutes of meditation tomorrow, to call somebody in your family you ain't talk to, say I love you tomorrow, this your sign. Or to do it today. This your sign. Looking for an opportunity to put up a boundary and tell your friend, you got to relax. I don't want to hear that shit. Or I don't like the way you're moving. Or don't speak to me that way. Or I, I can't value this friendship anymore because of your decisions. You need to put that boundary up and you're not sure. This is your sign. Do it. It's your year. It's our Jordan year, 2023. I'm No Breaks New. This is a pod named Kickback. I appreciate you guys tuning in and kicking it with me tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uno, we out. No breaks.